Hello and welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show. Today is Hump Day, Wednesday, December 16th. It is the holiday season. Happy holidays to everybody. Hopefully you're able to uh, get into the holiday season, either with family, friends, or Christmas parties. Understand this year is a little different because of COVID. A lot of Christmas parties are being reduced or eliminated uh, with, you know, with good reason, unfortunately. That's the way it is. And maybe a lot of the virtual parties have become a bigger thing. Whatever it is, it's the season to be jolly. So happy holiday. And uh, I want to see everybody do their best to, to enjoy it. Uh, a lot of people have just wanted this year to come to an end, and we're getting there. So, even though we want to rush through it, let's enjoy what can be can be enjoyed, and that would be the holidays. So let's do that. Let's. Uh, I'm going to talk talk on a note here before I get into sports. Uh, the biggest news of all in the in the world and in the United States, we're no different, is the vaccines are starting to be rolled out. This is huge. This is big. Regardless whether you're for it or against it, want it or not, believe it or not. For the path to go back to any type of normality or even what's going to be the new normal goes through the path of a vaccine so probably going to take maybe a whole year for it all to get it lined out but this is the absolute road to recovery for the world for the country glad it started it's a big thing um just hope that uh everybody at some point realizes that that Probably not going to be perfect. There's going to be all kinds of stories and cases of, of things that didn't go right. But in the end, let's, let's stay focused on the real picture. And the real picture is we are on the path to recovery. And it's important I say that because a lot of people nowadays, especially on social media, they get so sidetracked with their little thoughts and tangents or ridiculous little posts of things that take you off the main picture. In this case, the main picture, the vaccine is here, it's rolling out, and we are on the road to recovery. All right. Now, we're going to get back to sports, but first, it is Paul on the Sports Comedy Show. And here we go. Let's get a little work from corn. Give the dog a bone. This old man came rolling home. Sounds like me the other night, but we'll uh, we'll move on. Okay, so let's get started. I did say this. Um, the preview this week is NFC. So what we're going to do is look at some of the NFC, and uh, and I'll tell you what I think. Uh, first, I do have another story that I want to touch on. A story that I talked about um, last show or two or three shows ago. I can't remember. Um, about the, the fact that the Cleveland Indians are changing their name. Uh, we don't know what they're going to change it to yet, but they're going to change the name and they're going to change the logo. And uh, there's a good story came out of on the Huffington Post. And um, the uh, writer was Travis Walden, and, and he has some interesting points. He believes, in, um, he believes that other teams are going to follow them, like the Atlanta Braves, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Chicago Blackhawks. 
And uh, he's got a good article from the Huffington Post about why, because they've already, they're act. he says the reason why is because their actions have already, um, are going down the same road as the Indians. And again, these other organizations have come under fire from, um, you know, from the Native American groups, from political groups. And uh, I guess that power is more powerful than I understand because uh, I would not give into those powers, but I'm not the owner of an organization either. So, but long story short is the, uh, the story I'm getting at, the part I'm getting at here, it looks like don't, the Indians aren't gonna be the first one or the red, the no namers weren't the first one and there's gonna be more to come. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out in the next couple of years, but a uh, very good possibility. Braves, Chiefs, and Blackhawks may go by the wayside. I will be very disappointed if the Blackhawks go by the wayside. As you remember, um, when I did my sports logo, I put that Blackhawk is the best logo of all time. I just love it. It's going to break my heart if it actually goes away and, um, and if the name goes away. So, yeah, I think I've already made my point clear. I, I think this is ridiculous. I, I don't see the negative side or the wrong side or, or how it's offensive to be called a brave, a chief, or a Blackhawk. But whatever, you know, we... That's just where we're at. I can't, I, I'm not going to carry on. I just find it very disappointing. But uh, we'll see if in the next year or two, if these other teams, and I wouldn't be surprised if they don't, follow the same path as the Indians. Okay, what do you say we look at some football? That is what we're doing. We're going to look at the NFC. NFC, love the NFC, National Conference Football. Now, as you know, AFC have the Chiefs and they are the Super Bowl winners from last year, so they're defending the Super Bowl. Um, the, this year, we, this, the, this year the NFC has a good, uh, a lot of good teams and a lot of good talent. Last year, um, the Chiefs beat the Niners in the Super Bowl, so who knows what the replay uh, won't be the Niners. That part, that part, I'm pretty sure about. And so we're going to look at the NFC and see. Uh, and, and look at the teams and see what we think. Okay, in the NFC, what you got here is you got four divisions, and then you're gonna, now remember this year, you're gonna have three wild cards, not two wild cards, which I ultimately like. I like the fact that they're giving another team in there. I don't like the fact that the only once the top seed gets a buy, but I mean, you, you, you can't have it both ways. So I do like the fact that there's an extra team in there. Um, and in this year, I, I'm going to start there. In the NFC, I think it's going to be Arizona. And Arizona's made it clear they finally came out of their losing streak with a win last week. They're sitting at 7-6. Um, and six, So they've got the, uh, they've got the um, inside track to that. So get to them right now. NFC. Okay, here we go. The Arizona 7-6. Teams behind Arizona, they're a game. Is it two games? Because Arizona 7-6, Minnesota, Chicago, and Minnesota and Chicago are 6-7. and seven. It would be awfully hard to catch them. Uh, if anybody would, it would be Minnesota. I think they're the better team. And I even think they might be a little better than Arizona. But you only got three games left. They would have to win all three. And then Arizona would have to lose two out of three. I don't think it's going to happen. And when I first previewed the NFL, which was last week, I said I didn't think there was going to be any changes here. 
And, uh, and the NFC, it looks to be, so far what I predicted is standing true. Um, AFC, there's more of an open race. But in the NFC, I think it's really cut and dry here. I think um, either Seattle or the Rams, one will win the division, one will be a wild card. Tampa and Arizona are your three are going to be your three wild card teams in the NFC. Your divisional winners are going to be Green Bay. They're going to be the Saints. They're going to be the Washington No Namers. And again, either the Rams or Seattle. Probably the Rams because the Rams have the tiebreaker against Seattle. They're both right now nine and four. So if um, if they end up in a tie, which probably will, um, good possibility the Rams will win on the tiebreaker. For Seattle to win, they would have to win the next three, and the Rams uh, would have to lose one of the three or two of the three. And and um, that I don't know if that's realistic because the Rams have a pretty um, a good schedule going down the rest of the way. So okay, so let's look at these. Let's rank them, or let, let's uh, tell you. I'm going to tell you what I think as far as the the playoff picture goes. Um, at the top of the hill. You've got Green Bay and New Orleans. And I say Green Bay and New Orleans. Some are ranking them 1 to 5, 1 to 10, and they're putting Green Bay above New Orleans. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say in that first group, that top group, it is definitely Green Bay and New Orleans. Here's the question, and it's a big question, is what is going on with Drew Brees? Um, the uh, Saints are giving him um, some more time. They claim that, you know, they want him to be healthy, the ribs and the punctured lungs. They kept it pretty tight-lipped about his recovery process, other than the fact that they make it clear, hey, when we're ready, he'll play. So th there's only three games left. They don't have a whole lot of time to, to you know, to, to make that, to, to play this out like, well, we're going to let him sit for a month or two. No, those times have gone because you don't want him coming back in the first game of the playoff. You gotta let him play at least one, if not two games, to to you know get the rust off and get back into the groove of things. Fortunately, um, Taysom Hill has been a good backup quarterback, and even though they lost last week, I'm not hanging it on him. So I still think the Saints are in there. But yes, they are going to need Drew Brees. It's clearly if they can if Drew Brees comes back healthy. And plays like the Drew Brees of old, which at this point, there's no reason to think that he wouldn't. Um, but again, we don't know the extent of these injuries. But if he comes back and plays like he does, then they're very much... I can see them beating Green Bay in an NFC Championship game. NFC Championship game. Uh, regardless where it is. And, and the pack is good, and they're strong at home. But um, I still think the Saints are a more complete, a complete team because of their defense. Their defense is strong. Both Green Bay and New Orleans offense are incredible. Um, you know you're going to get points there. Um, but it, again, it really gets right down to the fact that where are we at with Drew Brees? So the interesting part now is one of these teams will get a bye because there is one bye. And the Saints got to play um, the Chiefs this week. So they're in a bit of a bind. Because um, they're not going to go with Drew Brees this week. They're going to go with Taysom. This is going to be good to see how Taysom can do against the, the Chiefs. And this is going to be good to see how the um, the Saints can respond to after a loss. So they've got the Chiefs. Then they finish their season with Minnesota and Carolina. So Minnesota might be a little bit of a tough one, but Carolina at the end. 
Um, shouldn't be too hard. So that's a, the, the Saints are, I, I just think they're in the driver's spot, even though everybody's dry, um, ranking um, Green Bay at the top of the list there. Um, I still like Green Bay. Green Bay is still incredible. And uh, Aaron Rodgers has is, is done his job this year. He is getting all the talk for possible MVP. I mean, he's an MVP candidate, and his numbers are, are strong. You know, their uh, net minus point ratio is plus 87. That's pretty incredible. Um, they're 5-1 and one at home. They're on a three-game winning streak. So Green Bay has every reason to, to make that claim for that top spot. Um, as I look at their record in New Orleans, because I've been, you know, right now I'm comparing the two. They're both 5-1 and one at home. They're both 5-2 and two, you know, on the road. Saints are, uh, here's a good one. The Saints are 5-0 and oh in their division. And that's why it's clear they're going to beat Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay can't make a late run here, even if they did in, in tie them, because they're two back. Um, it, they would still lose by the tiebreaker. Um, but 5-0 in your division is big. When you beat your, you know, that's what you focus on when you're in the, in the league, is you focus on your division. Um, you got the outside of the division games, but it gets down to your division. All you look at is your division. You don't care about anything else. And everybody in Washington's right going, yeah, all we care about is our division, the East, man. Well, we're going to count you in on this conversation. That's all you care about is your division. So, Packers going 5-0 um, in conference play is, um, or I'm sorry, 8-2 in conference play is, um, is good. The, um, the division play, like I said, the Saints are 4-1. Packers, the Saints are 5-0. The Packers are 4-1. So good thing for the Saints there. Going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, I, I, if we get a, a healthy Drew Brees, I'm going to put New Orleans above Green Bay as good as Green Bay is. Now, that leaves us in the next group. And in the next group, we have the Rams, we have Tampa Bay, and we have Seattle. And um, now remember, I'm not breaking these down. My groups aren't broken down by division. It's just NFC. It's just by the conference. So in that second bracket, um, like I said, I've got the Rams, Seattle, Tampa Bay. I, I leaned to the Rams um, on top of the, these three because of the defense. Their defense is incredible. They've stood strong all year, and defense wins games in the end. Um, the Rams are on a two-game winning streak. Um, they're uh, 9-4 and four overall. Point net ratio is a plus 79, which means when the defense gets rolling, that opens up the, the game for the offense. And Jared Goff is starting to come around and prove himself. No, he's not an uh, all-star quarterback, but he is a good quarterback. And uh, Jared Goff, when he doesn't make mistakes, which he doesn't do often, he, he uh, does well. So I like the Rams above that next group. Then we got Seattle and Tampa Bay. And these two teams, I'm going to put at even Stevens. I can't say one's better than the other. And here's the good and the bad on both. Seattle has an incredible offense. You can get Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf going, and even with uh, the running game with Hyde going, they're, they're incredible. When Russell Wilson scrambles, he makes things happen. But their defense hasn't been great, and Seattle has lost big games. Um, they're 6-1-0, and one and oh, but on the road, they're only 3-3. Three and three. They're not that good on the road. Their conference play is only 6-3. and three. That's not all that great. So Seattle has lost some of these big games. And, and, and that's, that's something you want to keep an eye on. So they're 9-4. and four. 
They're uh, even though they're a game better than Tampa Bay, I, I don't think that they're a better team than Tampa Bay. I think they're on that same level. It's going to be fun to watch. Of course, they're going to be in the playoffs. Um, then I do call it the Pete Carroll factor because I love Pete. He's a hell of a good coach, and uh, sometimes it gets right down to coaching who has a better game plan. And in this case, I, I would like to have Pete Carroll on my side. Uh, I, I think the Pete Carroll may come into play on that one. Let's look at Tampa Bay. Eight and five. Uh, as I said, I think they're similar to Seattle. They were one game behind. Here's the problem with Tampa Bay is they beat the teams that are below 500. They're six and one against the teams below 500. And I think they're two and four against the teams that are above 500. And how many times have we seen on primetime, whether it was Sunday night or Monday night, um, Tom Brady literally falter and not in close games, he fell flat on his face. This is a hard stain to, to remove or to deal with. Um, another thing is they've got a lot of offense. They've got a lot of weapons. But Tom hasn't found the one-two go-to guy. Again, Stephen Miller, who I like and is, wasn't, isn't one of the big stars, is now back in the mix. He had a big touchdown pass the, uh, last week. And he's good. I like him. But again, uh, you got Gronkowski. You, you've got a, f a few other weapons here that he did. Um, Tom hasn't been getting, hasn't gotten tracked in, including Antonio Brown. So uh, it's just going to be hard to see where they go. The run game is starting to come around, but they don't have they don't have a, a clear, definitive route. Prime example: Look at the Buffalo Bills in the, in the AFC conference. They are a throwing team. Their run complements the throw, and that's them. They have an identity. So the Tampa Bay doesn't have an identity. They've got all the stars in the world. It's the Brady Bunch, but they don't have the identity. And um, you, I can see them in the playoffs, which they're going to be there. Um, but I can see them losing a big game. Maybe they get past the first round, um, but I, I don't see them winning all the big games to, to, to the Super Bowl. Uh, as much as I'd like to, because I, I am a big Tom Brady fan. Then we got Arizona, and we got the Washington no-namers. Arizona with a better record at 7-6. Although, uh, get that last playoff spot unless they choke and Minnesota can put on the surge. I, I, Minnesota's been playing good ball of late, but they're just too little too late because they lost last week. Their point ratio was minus 22. They're, I don't think they're going to catch Arizona. Arizona finally had a win, which they desperately needed. But we've seen their flaws after they had the Hail Mary win. I think they lost three in a row or four in a row after that. Um, so they finally got back on the winning track. Arizona and Washington are in that last group. And um, Washington is going to win the division, which means Washington is going to have a home game on that first week. Probably won't be against Arizona. It'll probably be against Tampa Bay or Seattle or Los Angeles. So Washington will have their hands full, but it's a home game. And uh, all of a sudden, Washington has won four games in a row. All of a sudden, their uh, net minus ratio is out of the red and into the green. They're plus 12. So they're doing things right. And uh, it's old Alex Smith is back. We've got a veteran quarterback. He's not. He, he sits in the pocket and uh, throws. He, he comes from the old school with the old boys that... You know, like Brady and Manning, where you don't run around. You're a big boy. You stand there and you throw. One of his strong points is he can take the hit. And as long as he can take a sack and not turn it over, Washington has a way of staying in the game. Defense has been playing better for Washington. 
Um, so Washington is, even though everybody thinks the AFC reeks, and it does, um, the fact is there is going to be a winner in that division, probably going to be Washington. And um, I look for them to, uh, to that first round of the playoff, I look for a good game. Uh, I think they're going to be able to hold their own against um, Seattle and Tampa Bay. Now, as far as Washington's division go, they, they've got the lead, and I think they're going to hold it against the Giants, Philly, and Dallas. Um, if Philly would have won the game that they tied, which so the record, they'd just be one back, they might have a chance. And with, with uh, Jalen Hurts, what a big story. But, you know, Philly is going to need to win the next three, and Washington to, to lose two or three. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I, I think I'm pretty sure Washington's going to win that division and be that team uh, just because they're, they're playing the best ball of all. Looking at the final schedule, um, well, here's a good one. They play Seattle, Washington's final schedule is Seattle, Carolina, and Philly. That last game of the year against Philly, if Philly can make a run at it, that could be the big one. But um, I, I think uh, in next week's game, will be good for um, we good for Washington against Seattle. That's going to be uh, a game. They win that, then I think they can kind of cruise through the rest of their division because they play Carolina in that second game. So Washington's story will be told this week. But for now, I'm still going to – I like the fact that they're a game up on everybody. And due to tiebreakers, I think that they're going to win their division. So the last one we're going to look at here are the Cardinals. The Cardinals have the better record, 7-6. They're going to have a road game on the uh, playoffs. They're going to either be probably in Green Bay or New Orleans, whoever does not get the bye. And um, that's going to be an uphill battle in that first week of the playoff game against them. Um, I, think, I don't think they're going to fare well against either Green Bay or New Orleans in that first week. Um, but, you know, they play the games you don't know. Again, Arizona had the big win. Kyler Murray finally getting back on track. Kind of went through a big slump after the Hail Mary. Um, they've got to make their game is the running game. He is the scrabble. He is the new quarterback. He likes to run and shoot. Um, the, the running game there complements him. So at least they've got an identity thing. But their defense isn't all that great. Um, at home, they're only 3-3. Three and three. Uh, in conference, they're five and four. So they, they in their last five, they're two and three. Like I said, after the Hail Mary, they lost three in a row. They're they're just they're a playoff team, but they're not a serious contender uh, in the NFC. And I do think they'll fall in the first round to either Green Bay or New Orleans, whoever gets the top spot. That pretty much covers the board. Um, I'm going to just throw some possible scenarios out there in the first week um, if. The Saints, if the Saints win, um, take the best record, you're going to have Arizona-Green Bay. I think Green Bay is going to walk over them. Um, the, the other two good games would be the Redskins would be playing Seattle or the Rams. If the Rams win their division, which they probably are, it's going to be Redskins or no-namers versus Seattle. I like Seattle to go into Washington and take it down. Um, and then your other game would be Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay would, who would they play? The Rams, Tampa and Rams, that would be a good game. Game would probably be in the Rams. I, I wouldn't, I would still go with the Rams over Tampa Bay at this point. Um, just because the Rams are a solid defensive team. 
and with the Tampa Bay, you, you, on the road, you don't know what they're going to do. Um, I, I can see them falling before emerging. Those are just some first-round um, possibilities. I think the, the playoff pitcher is set in stone in the NFC. I'm going to leave it there for now. This has been Paul on the Sports Comedy Show. I want to thank you for listening. I want you to have a happy holiday. And uh, Friday, we're going to look at the matchups and uh, talk about that five-star pick and uh, have some fun then as well. Hey, I want to thank you for joining the show and uh, have a good day.